Pulp MX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey guys and gals, this is Chris Kiefer. You are entered into the RockyMountainATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast, presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and F-R-E-E, that's right, free three-day shipping with orders over $75. It's so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for anyone out there that loves off-road, street, any kind of riding, head over to RockyMountainATVMC.com. And of course, I'm clapping because 2019 Fly Racing Gear is almost here. Woo! Man, and it looks... I'm not going to say the word because I have an underage child with me in the studio today. But, nonetheless, it is very attractive looking gear. I can't wait for you guys to see it. And all the innovation that they bring for 2019 to some other lines that may or may not have been available. But hey, we're in 2018, so head over to flyracing.com, pick out your favorite set of gear. Mine, of course, is the light hydrogen gear and the 2018.5 kinetic mesh. I like that. But hey, if you're a mountain biker, road biker, anything, head over to Fly Racing. They have it, they got all different kinds of stuff. And if you're a street bike guy, head over there. They got street bike helmets, gear, anything you want. You can purchase that stuff over at RockyMountainATVMC.com. And of course, Chris and Rob, Racetech, Racetech.com. Paul Feed is a very smart human being. I mentioned this on the YZ450F podcast, but. You got some suspension woos, you want them fixed, head over to Racetech.com, let them help you out. Of course, they have always done right by me. I was running their stuff on my 2018 Honda CR450. Good setting, good suspension. And of course, Racetech gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance and increased traction. Racetech products and services are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Discover why when racers can choose, they choose Racetech. Experience the gold valve advantage by logging on to Racetech.com. And of course, if you have any questions about any of these guys, hit me up, Chris, at KeeferInkTesting.com, and I will answer them for you. But today I'm excited because I have someone else in the studio with me, and I'm usually by myself I wanted to do something a little bit different for this podcast, and this podcast is about the brand new 2019 Yamaha YZ, if you're Canadian, that's what they call them back there, YZs, YZ85, but I have my son, Aiden Kiefer. Hey guys, how you guys doing today? Today is going to be a good podcast, hope you guys like it, enjoy. Aiden is a little nervous, of course, to be in the studio with his dad. I wanted to do more of a family podcast with this because obviously I can't ride a YZ85 and Aiden has been 
on and off of YZ85 for a couple years. And we received the YZ85 about three weeks ago, right? Yep, about three weeks ago. And he's been riding with me. He's on summer break from school. He's getting ready to go into seventh grade. Oh, boy. For those of you guys with kids, you know what I'm about to go through. So, nonetheless, he's been going to work with Dad lately. And I've been making him do some notes, some work, you know, teaching him how to test. Because, as you know, he is 12 years old and he thinks that all these new, fresh bikes and gear just kind of fall off trees, but they don't, do they, son? No. I never said that, but okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to teach him the value of a dollar and why these things come here and how how it works in my you know workplace, so to speak, because all he sees is the fun stuff of me riding, and he doesn't really get the gist of how much... I type and talk and work after the fact that we ride. So, nonetheless, he went with me to the YZ450F and YZ85 intro. We shared the same day, and he got to ride the bike. And he is coming off of a 2018 KX85, which he really enjoyed. So... We wanted just to kind of throw this podcast out to you guys. For those of you guys who have kids, you know, bring your kids in. We'll have them listen to this because we, me and my son are about to banter back and forth about dirt bikes and maybe Fortnite and things like that that, uh, you know, sometimes it's difficult to get away. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about Fortnite, son, that you like so much? It's, I mean, this isn't a Fortnite podcast, but, I mean, just give the listeners out there, why is Fortnite... The game's so attractive to to kids. Cause like it's fun playing with it's fun playing with your buddies and like once you like buy V Bucks and stuff. What is a V Buck exactly? It's like it's a game currency. It's like in game currency that you buy. So it's like money for that. Yeah, it's money. So like you can buy like skins, pickaxes, dances. Dances. Know? Yeah. So basically, when you ask me, Dad, can I get some V Bucks? You want your your character to do a different dance. No, I mostly just want skins because new skins come out every week. So I mostly just want the skins. What is a skin? It's like outfits, like different costumes. Do the costumes help you become a better um, character as far as like strength? No, not at all. Just to look cool. Yeah. So it's basically best dressed award. Exactly. Not best lit. Dressed. Not lit kit. Uh, uh, it's not a kit. It's not a kit. It's not a kit. Okay. So anyway. We're not going to go rant on about <laughs> about Fortnite, but I know some of you parents out there listening that your kids play it. It's tough to get the kids outside, but I make Aiden go with me outside. Um, he does chores. He's more of an outside kid. He will play games at in the evening time and in the morning, but most of the time, Dad rides your butt, doesn't he, to get out of the house? Yeah, mostly, but it, and I like getting out of the house. It's fun. You like being outdoors? Yeah, like I like a little gromming with you and stuff. Yeah, Aiden and I will hit the with the Honda Grom sometimes, and we'll we'll mosey around town. So, but uh, anyway, it's fun having you here in this podcast with me. Don't be so nervous. Me and you are just here in the studio. I know he's he's an outgoing kid, but he gets all nervous when there's a mic on for some reason. Why? I don't know. It's like it's been a while since I've done one of these. When was the last time you did one with me? I think the last time I did one with you was last summer. What would, what did we do it on? I think it was on the Cowie, yeah. A- 18 After. or 17? I think it was 17. I think it was 17, Cowie. Yeah, 17. 
So anyway, Yamaha went to work on the YZ85 this year, and they did a whole crap ton of changes to this thing. We have a whole sheet of the changes, but we're not going to sit here in this podcast and tell you exactly what everything is. Basically, I want you guys out there to listen to this, to get a feel of the bike from a rider's point of view, a.k.a. Aiden. If you want to log on to keferinktesting.com, Aiden wrote me an article about the 85, similar to what we're about to talk about, but all the details of the changes that Yamaha made to this 85, and there's a lot of them, okay? I know some of you guys were looking to have two shrouds instead of one. Yeah. You were you were bummed out on that? Mm, I mean, I, as you, do you rather have two shrouds than, than one shroud? Well, it doesn't bother me that much, but like you look at it, and it's like, it's kind of weird that it has a one shroud, it's like, it's like, is that bike from like a different country or something? Well, it is. It's a Japan Japanese like, bike. Yeah, but like. You know, other than Japanese. Yeah, like other than Japanese, like. Hmm. Like other. Do you know trivia question real quick? Do you know how many Japanese manufacturers there are in dirt bikes, world? Um. Great radio, bro. Is Honda one of them? Honda's one. Okay, so there's Honda. Suzuki. Yep. Yamaha. Yep, there's three. One more. KTM. No. Cowie. Yep, Cowie. So good. There's four Japanese manufacturers. So anyway, go check it out. KieferInkTesting.com. Aiden wrote a pretty cool article. I tried not to edit it that much. He did need some grammar help, you know. I'm not that good with grammar. Well, you did okay. You got a B in school. True. It's not a, like so he did pretty good. I thought it was nice. I added some editor's notes to make it kind of fun. And also, Aiden talks a little bit of crap on me and Mom in this this article. It was fun, though. It was a fun read. It wasn't too bad, but anyway, it was. it's a fun read. So uh, grab your kid. Head over to keyforingtesting.com. If you're a parent or an interested consumer wanting to maybe purchase this bike, all the changes are up there, and they break them down. So... Let's get to the nuts and bolts of this podcast, son. All right. All right. All right. So now you've come off of a 2018 KX85. It has a power valve. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right. We're just going to break down the engine of this 2019 eight, um, 19 K, um, sorry, 19YZ85. Coming off from the KX, what are the major, major differences in feeling in the engine that you notice? I mostly feel like out of corners, like it picks up a little bit more, because like on the Cowie, slowly picks up. So you're talking about, so let me let me try to um, help the people out there who listen to this. So so you mean pick up as in like bottom end delivery? Yes. Okay. So the the, the Yamaha picks up bottom end delivery better than the Cowie. Yeah, because we were at Milestone um, when I was riding my Cowie. Okay. It like when we were coming out of the bull corner before the big triple. Out of the first line triple, it slowly picked up. So, like, I'd click in the third, and then it'd be like, and, like, it'd slowly pick up. So, that's the Cowie. Yeah. So, now we're on the Yamaha. How does that compare? So, now it's a little bit snappier? Yeah, a little bit snappier. So, like, same corner, it'd be like, come out corner, yeah, like that. It's so quick. So, what, what I guess what Aiden's trying to relay to you guys out there listening, it's more of an excitement feeling. 
you get a little bit more excitement. Yeah. So does that excitement translate into is it is it hard to ride? Is the Yamaha hard to ride? No, it's very easy. Okay. Very easy to ride. So let's go back to your 18 YZ85 that didn't have a power valve. How did that compare to the 19 YZ85? That was that was very hard to ride cuz like that bike took a lot of muscle and mostly you have to be on the revs for that bike cuz it would it was like not, not trying to be mean, but it was, like, slow. Okay. So, like, it was very, very hard to ride. So when it was slow, did it all of a sudden have a hit and, like, kind of threw you off a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. It was kind of weird. So this is what a power valve kind of does. So I, I've obviously, I watch Aiden ride dirt bikes, and I'm very cautious with him riding. I don't really push him to jump things. Aiden can attest to, to me actually telling him, do not jump things, right? Like, yeah. will I tell you that sometimes? Yeah, I'll tell you that sometimes. Like, like you will want to jump something. I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Not ready for that yet. Yeah, ooh, you almost had ooh. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I, I pumped the brakes on Aiden a lot. And I felt like him being on the Cowie 85 with the power valve, he rode smoother, which made him ride faster. He was better in corners. And it, he didn't look as out of control as he did on his 18YZ85. Fast forward to this new 2019 YZ85. It has a power valve. Um, it has that smoother hit, obviously, like that I feel like Aiden needs to ride better. But according to you, it still has enough power, um, even more so than the Cowie off the bottom. Yes, indeed. So what about mid-range to top end? Like, like, let's say you have a long straightaway with some sizable obstacles in them. How does the 2019 YZ85? It feels good, like, coming through the straightaway, like a milestone, big straightaway right before the first line triple. Okay. feels really good. Suspension doesn't feel like it's very good. Stiff. I like stiff. But we're talking about the engine right now, son. What, don't don't fast forward this podcast to the suspension. We're going to get to the suspension. So, But engine-wise, you feel like this thing is fast enough for you to clear obstacles. Yes. And is it as good or better than the KX85? A little bit better than the KX85. Okay, so that says something to me as a, as his as his dad, right? Because he was a big fan of the KX85. He rode that, like I said, he rode it really well. But I end up doing some lap times comparisons with him, and he is a little bit faster on the clock with this 2019 YZ85. How do you feel when you get on the track? Does it feel very different than the KX85? Does it feel foreign, or is it something that you can get used to right away? Something I can get very used to right away, because power valve, very used to power valve from the Cowie, and it feels very, very good. Okay, so very, very good. Very, very good. Okay. Very, very good. So there you have it. Engine is a little bit smoother, but yet it has excitement, which is good for Aiden. Moving on to the suspension. Backstory on this a little bit. Aiden comes off, of course, the Kawasaki KX85, where he had Racetech revalved his suspension, which he liked a lot. Fast forward to now, to a 2019 YZ85. How does that suspension compare? Well, the race tech suspension on my Cowie, little bit soft. It wasn't too stiff. It was a little bit soft. Mm -hmm. I kind of like my stuff a little bit, like 
a little bit more stiffer okay. than how the race tech stuff was. Okay. And then when I hopped on like the first lap on oh. the 2019 YC85, suspension stock felt really, really good. Like going over. So the, give us an example. Where did you like it more on the track? Braking bumps, because the braking bumps, I really felt that on my Cowie okay. stock. But then once the race tech stuff came, I still kind of felt it. Right. But then, like, Yamaha stock suspension didn't really feel the braking bumps that much. So we, we go to Milestone quite a bit. We ride at Sunrise, Comp Edge, Glen Helen. Um, and as the bumps get bigger, I noticed that they, Aiden would always get a little bit of pitching on the Kawasaki um, KX85. I've been watching him on this 2019 YZ85, and the bike just seems like it's a little bit slower moving and less active than the Cowie, which to me leads to less pitching for Aiden, not as active. And if you have a child that's a nervous novice, like my, like my kid is throttle happy, um, you appreciate some of that dead feeling, that, that, that feeling of where that suspension is sticking to the ground more than than moving around, right? Yeah. So we set the sag for Aiden about 95 to 98 millimeters of sag. Aiden did ride the 2018 and 2019 YZ85 back-to-back at Milestone on the first day. And the first thing that you said to me was what compared to the 18? Way better. Power valve. Power valve, suspension. It felt so much better. And... You didn't want to get back on the 18YZ85. Uh-uh. So I, I kind of made him go back and forth more than once just so he could feel it. But you didn't want to go back to the 18, dude. No. It, like, it felt super slow to me. It did? The 18? Yes. So now you got this 19 and then you're yeah. spoiled. So they, what, the, what they did with the suspension is is much better than the 19. Again, you can go to keyforinktesting.com and read all about it. But... Yamaha needed to upgrade their YZ85, and they have. Aiden's usually pretty honest with me. If he doesn't like something, he'll he'll kind of hone in and focus, and he'll give me more of the negative than the positive, so I'll know right away if he doesn't like something. So right away, there was a lot of positive to the YZ85 initially for Aiden. Hey, commercial time. Thanks for listening. You guys want a comfortable shirt to go the track, or even a hoodie, you're cold, you want your chick to look cool, get some hats, shirts, hoodies, be a moto fan, be an off-road fan, go check out ruttedracing.com, or if you guys are on Instagram, at ruttedracing, Clint and April make very, very comfortable shirts, hats, hoodies, they're helping out the bear for Supercross, that's right, Rutted Racing is helping out Tyler Bowers, they put money back into our sport guys so let's buy some stuff they're helping us out they're helping the supercross riders out of the world let's go there and buy some stuff at Reddit racing or ruttedracing.com right now it's 40 degrees in the high des i am wearing a rutted racing hoodie and it's badass so go check them out thanks guys also don't forget you know what's coming after rutted racing screenprintingdone.com You know what's cool? Free stuff. You know that? Order 12 tees, get 10 free t-shirts. When you order 12, buy a dozen, get 10. Screenprintingdone.com. 
They produce t-shirts, hoodies, hats, everything. You need t-shirts for your employees? Do you need t-shirts for your track? Or maybe a party you're having. Make us some t-shirts. Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. You know who else goes to ScreenPrintingDone.com? The 7 Deuce Deuce. I feel like he took ScreenPrintingDone.com from me. But nonetheless, he knows where to go, right? If it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. That's where I get all my Kiefer Inc. testing shirts. Go over there. Check them out. Mention Kiefer. When you order, 12. Get 10 for free. Later. Hey, what's up? Technology. That's what I'm talking about here. It's a great thing. I love it. But I also can pull my hair out with it as well. However, there is a company that you probably have seen on the Rockstar Husqvarna race team, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, called Skosh. It's spelled S-C-O-S-C-H-E. You can go to skosh.com and check out all the products. They have really, really cool stuff. They have headphones. They have boom bottles. They have phone chargers for your droid, your iPhone. They have magic mounts. They have wireless chargers. They have huge cables that will reach all the way across your house if you need a charger and you don't have an outlet close, like my house. I don't have that many outlets. They just have a bunch of cool products to make your life easier when you're out in the garage, when you're in your car, when you're at your house. Just, I'm really, really pumped to have these guys on board because they sent me some stuff. I use it all the time. My favorite thing is the Boom Buoy. It's a speaker that floats on the water. I can hang out in the pool in the backyard, listen to my music. I'm a big music guy. So they just make really cool stuff that makes my life easier. So, founded in 1980, Skosh Industries is a Ventura-based, Southern California, of course, award-winning innovator of consumer technology, power sports, and car audio products. Don't forget, car audio. You're traveling, you're sitting in traffic. You guys need to check them out, skosh.com. Committed to delivering the superior products that we all want, quality and functionality, exceptional value, and unmatched customer service. The designers and engineers at Skosh develop products that reflect a rich heritage in audio and mobile technology. Skosh finds inspiration in the California lifestyle, culture, music, and people. These influences can be seen in accessories and products that are now in the hands of homes, offices, vehicles, and people all over the world. 50 countries, okay? Hundreds of patents, trademarks, and countless industry awards received. It's easy to see why Skosh is constantly at the forefront of technology. These guys are cool. They're huge motorcycle enthusiasts. They even gave us a product code, SCOKT25. That's SCOKT25. Use that code when you go to skosh.com. Get 25% off. Seriously, guys, go check them out. You won't ever get it. If you want to hit me up, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. I'll let you know more, but very cool guys over there. Thanks, Skosh. Skosh.com. One of my first sponsors ever was FMF Racing. I wrote resumes. That's right. Handwriting for you young bucks out there. Handwritten resumes and mailed them out, licked the stamps, sent them off their way onto every company that had an address in these magazines that I looked at when I was younger. I was a 125 novice, 14 years old, sent my resume off, and I literally camped out by the mailbox every night hoping to get something back that says, 
We've accepted your sponsorship. Now you're a writer. And you know what? One day, guess what showed up? A letter from FMF Racing. And you know what it said inside of it? Congratulations, Chris. You just got 60% off. Can you imagine that? 125 novice, 60% off? Dude, I thought I made it. I thought I was in. I couldn't wait to tell my dad that he was going to save money and we're going to buy like 87 silencers and pipes now because we saved him so much money. (laughs) Nonetheless, those guys were on board with me a long time ago when I was very young and now they're back on board with this podcast. I think it's very cool and thank you, Little D. And you guys know, I don't want any advertiser on here unless I back their products and I back FMF Racing and the quality that it comes with. For 45 years, they've approached everything they do at FMF as riders first. That's why it means the world to them to be on top of every major reader survey. Okay? They want to make exhaust systems that you want. They want to make exhaust systems they want. So it makes sense. It's They're stoked when they hear guys say, hey man, I love your product. Trust me. I've been around Little D long enough. He loves that stuff. There's nothing more joyful in a guy's business to know that their products work. Same thing goes for my podcast, guys. So founder Don Emler is hands-on today as he was in the beginning. He's out there grinding, welding. Quality is his first concern. He builds everything from the ground up in the USA where he can oversee and control manufacturing. At FMF, they approach everything with the same mentality. Whether you're playing on the trails or backing the fastest names in racing, they set out to be number one. Thanks to all of you, fellow riders, we're leading the pack. They are leading the pack because of you guys out there buying the product. So as you guys know, you guys go back into my podcast. I talk about FMF, great products. Head over to fmfracing.com. Get yourself set up. Go look and see what they offer because they offer a lot. If you have any questions, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll answer them for you. Thanks, FMF. You looking for some good oil out there? I know you are because I get a lot of questions to my email inbox about oil. Heck, I'm at the track. People stop me and ask about oil. On the Pulp MX show, lots of callers. What oil should I run? So I'm going to let you on a little secret. I've been testing an oil that's called Moto Blood. Bloodlubricants.com. Go check them out over there at bloodlubricants.com. Go view everything they have. There's all different kinds of oils. You got an ATV, you got a street bike, you got a UTV, or you got a YZ450F in your garage. Blood Lubricants has an oil for you, okay? Jefferson Green, he's been in the oil industry for a long time, since 1983. But he's been a motorcycle enthusiast for longer than that. So he wanted to create an oil that was good, that lasted a long time and didn't break down, and even cooled your engines down a little bit more than you're used to because heck I'm going to tell you something straight up was testing this stuff a couple months did a lot of temperature readings engine temps were always anywhere from 25 to 30 degrees cooler with the Moto Blood 1040 and you want to even know something that's crazier it's a 100% fully synthetic oil you guys know me Synthetic wasn't my choice when it comes to some bikes, right? I ran it in the Yamaha and I ran it in the Honda. Wasn't too stoked on synthetic oils. Well, went and tried this. No slippage, no drag, 100% synthetic. It 100% works. So, hey, go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Mention Kiefer in your order. 
and get 25% off. It's that easy. And if you guys have any questions about this oil, hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. I can discuss more what it does for you, what it does for your bike. But hey, it's in my test bikes right now. I've had zero failures. It's really reliable oil. It's very good, 100% synthetic. Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Chassis feeling, Aiden Kiefer. I taught you a little bit about chassis. What does yeah. chassis feeling mean? What is that? The Mostly how the frame feels. On uh, bumps, okay. Yeah, how it is coming out of cornering, how it corners, and... Oh, what's the other one? I forgot what it was. Straight lines. Straight lines, stability. Okay, so 2019 YZ85. How does it handle? How does it? Let's just get. Let's just cut down to it. How does it corner for you? The corners very easy. It doesn't knife. Doesn't. Did you have knifing on your 18? Yeah, I had knifing a little bit. It was coming out of the milestone insides. So sometimes Aiden's a little overly aggressive coming into corners, and he will get a little bit of an oversteer sensation, and he will knife his bike. Now, I do not haven't seen him do that on the 19. It could just be coincidence, but you're saying to me that it doesn't a little bit. What I what I call in the testing world for you guys out there is cornering stability. There's straight line stability, and there's cornering stability. So. Cornering stability is when you can get into a rut and you feel like it settles. You don't get oversteer or understeer. It sticks to the rut nice. Tell me a little bit about how the YZ85 settles into ruts. Because we've been to Milestone a few times where they get some decent-sized ruts where you can test this cornering. So how does it go? It doesn't undertake that much at What's all. What's undertake? What tells that? It means it pushes out. Okay, so you mean... You mean understeer? Understeer, yes. Okay, sorry. That's what I mean. Go ahead. So, there's this one rut that I always like at Milestone. It's right before this big roller. And uh, they had it at Milestone. We were testing the back-to-back, 19 and the 18. I realized that 19, it settles in more. It doesn't, like, doesn't um, oversteer that much. Doesn't like knife at all but once i got back on the 18 i went back over to that corner first first thing i did went back to that corner i tried it it knifed didn't settle that much i crashed a little bit you crashed a lot of bits. i crashed a lot of it on the 18 because <laughs> that corner hey, you, you know what's funny is uh i'll go riding with aiden and i'll be doing motos i'll have aiden do motos with me and I will come around a corner, and I will see footprints all around this rut. And for some reason, for some reason, I always see like a size six footprint. I'm like, oh, man, it must be my kid just blowing out these berms. <laughs> so I've been trying to help him with that. But it, what happens is, and I'm going to give you some testing background on this YZ85, it has better holdup. So from what I'm thinking, what Aiden's telling you guys out there is, it doesn't knife, so it doesn't have a, as much pitching as the 18YZ85. It has a little bit more holdup, so that way the front end's a little bit higher in the stroke going through corners, so you're not getting that oversteer feeling, is what I assume. Obviously, you're 12 years old. You're not going to be able to relay that kind of stuff. But yeah. from what you're saying, that has a little better of a balance on the 19 and the 18. Yeah, the 19, very, very balanced. Not- I don't see as many footprints in the ruts as I did on the 18, so it has been helping out. So straight line stability. Let's say when you're ripping, I read your article, and it says 
when I'm hauling butt down the straightaways, you feel like you're you're more planted than you did on your 18. Yeah, the 18, it really, straightaways, I didn't feel comfortable. It was kind of like... You said that you had some head shake on the 18? Yeah, like, it was weird when we were doing back-to-back again. It was like milestone straightaway. I came down here, and it was like, uh, uh, uh. it's like, like the head shake got people like people can't gnarly. see what you're doing to your hands right now. So it got gnarly. So what he's doing with his hands is he's moving the handlebars back and forth, and you know, head shake. You know, so what happens is he's on the gas, he's on throttle, light on the front end, and I do see as soon as he chops the throttle at times. He will get a little bit of a deflection in the front end on the 18. Fast forward to the 2019. Again, better hold up, better front end feeling. I don't see that twitchiness slash um, rigidity slash um, head shake that he's feeling on the 19. It seems like it's a better planted, again, motorcycle for, for Aiden. Aiden, how much you weighing nowadays? 80? Well, back then, I weighed like 62 pounds. Back in when? What are you talking like about? a long time ago. What are we talking about now? Oh, 82 pounds. And you're 4'11", 5 foot? Yep. Almost. So basically, he's he's uh, he's a skinny little carcass of a kid. He doesn't have a lot of uh, meat to his bones. Um, so... The valving on the suspension seems to be okay. I can get the right amount of sag for it. Chassis balance seems like it's okay for his weight. I feel like he can grow into this bike a little bit more. Um, what is one thing? Let's just go to one thing that you maybe you do not like about this bike. Is there anything that you specifically think it could be better? I'm going to put you on the spot right here. I didn't throw this out to you before the pregame show here. So there's, is there one thing that you think you could change to make it better? Mm. I'll take that as a no, because we don't want to sit here for 25 seconds with nope. dead air, right? Nope. Okay, let's talk about parts on the bike that you're a fan of. We've had a, a hard time getting you comfortable with the handlebar positioning on the old KX85, on the old 2018 YZ85. Boom. I don't 19 YZ85. What do you like about this? They nailed my setting, like the setting that I have on my KX. Like we had to like make my bars perfect because I didn't like how my bars fell on the KX. But then as soon as I got on the 19, I was like, oh my God, thank Jesus. Really? This, the bar setting, perfect. Didn't even have to change my bars or anything. The so clutch, you like not having a crossbar. You like that. You yep. like an oversized bar, which it does have, and it has, it's like my bike, the YZ450F, it has a crossbar less bar, and you, you're okay without having a crossbar. Yeah. Because you pretty much grew up with a crossbar. Yeah, technically, that's all I rode was a crossbar. I never really got to ride a flat bar that much. Yeah, so now you have a fat bar, and you like that feeling. Yeah, I like it way better. So now the bend is a little bit different, of course, and I feel like it fits Aiden's stature a little bit better. Aiden left everything in the stock position. Yamaha gives you many positions to adjust for your little guy that if you 
little guys or girls, you know, they grow, right? So now the bike can kind of grow with them. Aiden starts growing like a weed. I can move his bar positioning with the bar mount. I can move those forward. And, of course, going to a different bar, which I feel like going to a cross-barless bar makes even more room for the child. I'm more of a a cross-barless kind of guy as well. I, I rarely run a crossbar unless... You know, the bike comes stock with it, a.k.a. a Honda. But I like having no crossbar. It's cool that they're doing that for the kids. And Aiden seems to be overjoyed about it. Oh, love it. So sitting on the bike, can you flat foot on this machine? Can you flat foot and... Uh, no, not yet. I'm not Are that... you on tippy toes? Tippy toes, yeah. Well... Does it sit taller than the Kawasaki for you? No, it sits probably the same. Okay. It feels the same. And overall ergonomics, you know what ergonomics are? I really kind of haven't gone over that with uh, you before. Your clutch and your front brake. So ergonomics is when you sit on the bike, which we call a rider triangle. Okay, a rider triangle is your butt on the seat, your feet on the pegs, and your hands on the bars. That's a rider triangle. Do you feel like that is comfortable for you? Yeah, it feels comfortable. doesn't feel like, what's the word I'm Cramped? looking for? Yeah, it doesn't feel cramped at all. It feels very good. Okay, very so another cool thing that Yamaha also brought, and for you dads out there listening to this, is now we can adjust the chain without that old school type chain adjuster that they had on the Yamaha last year. Now we're on a normal program, just like the bigger bikes, you know. You get the wrenches out, you get the axle nut off, and then it's basic, easy to do chain adjustment. That's not a problem. They changed the gearing a little bit, so obviously pickup is a little bit better than last year. That's why maybe that's Aiden thinks that the Yamaha YZ85 does have a little bit more pickup recovery slash bottom end. Um, things that I also like, it's easy to work on. Uh, air filter is easy to get to, easy to find, very basic. I make you change the air filters now, don't I? Yeah. I realize that the air filter box on the Yamaha is different than the um, KX. Yeah, the volume in the air box is a little bit bigger. Yeah. And it's easier to find. I had a hell of a time finding the right hole to get in to tighten up the air filter cage and the filter on the Cowie, but pretty easy on the Yamaha. Yeah. What about the clutch adjuster? Are you able... To adjust your clutch on the fly in the air yet? Yes or no? No. You haven't adjusted it yet? No. Do you ever adjust it when you're doing a moto with me? No. You don't even adjust it? No, it feels fine. You have that adjuster right there. Okay, so when you're riding the clutch, which God knows you do, <laughs> okay, I'm trying to teach you not to be A-Ray. A-Ray just it grenades clutches. We do not want an A-Ray in this family. Okay. But air is amazing. Oh my gosh, dude. So anyway, clutch adjuster on the YZ85, cool feature. It's on the fly, even though my kid hasn't found um, the necessity to adjust that when he's motoring. But he'll pick that up sooner or later. So what happens is, Aiden, I'll school you a little bit while we're doing this pod. When you use your clutch a lot, it'll start to get more play in it. Okay. So All then right. pretty soon your lever gets closer and closer and closer to your fingers. So then now when you're trying to fan the clutch, you don't really have much clutch to, to fan. So what you do is you, you roll that, that adjuster forward, and then that clutch tightens up a little bit. All so right. the good guys in the air, they'll adjust that sucker in the air, like your dad. You ever see me? You see that guy out there ripping? No. Oh, my <laughs> God. 
<laughs> you'll see adjust in the air, so you'll learn to do that. But I think that's a cool feature for the kids. The Yamaha YZ85 always has been reliable for us. Our 18, we never had any problems. Aiden mixing his gas at 40 to 1. Um, never had any foul plugs. When Aiden first learned how to ride an 85, that was one of the first 85s that we owned. And him, of course, not being on the pipe all the time. Of course, the, the muffler turned a little bit black and ran some little bit of oil out of the silencer, but never fouled the plug. So easy to work on. Maintenance is low. The bike is good. Aiden is pretty much happy. Yeah, I love it. Can we talk a little bit about putting the bike on the stand? Oh, wow. We had to go to this part. All right. So Aiden is 12 years old. Again, 80-some 80, 80 pounds. Not a lot. I'm looking at your arms right here. Not a lot of definition. It's pretty much the spaghetti strings. <laughs> so Dad has to put uh, his bike on the stand. So finally, Dad's like, nope. One day, he's like, it's all you. So I get these people in the pits looking at me because you have this kid struggling to put his bike on the stand. They're like, man, what a mean dad because his dad's not even helping him. I'm like, you're on your own, bro. you got to learn how to do it. So we taught him how to do it. How's it going? Well... The one thing you taught me was the one thing you taught me was to grab it by the plastic, by um, the handheld, by the number plate. I can't grab that. Okay, why not? I got spaghetti arms, like you said. He don't have enough leverage. No, so I have to grab it by like the pipe. Oh boy, which could be bad. Uh, yeah. The other day, I burned my hand and it hurt. Yep. After riding. Okay. And it really hurt. But how did I teach you to put it on the stand? So, like, once you get it on, and, like, let's say it's, like, hanging off a little bit, you grab by the wheel, and then... The rear wheel. The rear wheel, and then you put your hand on the plastic, okay. and then you lift it up, and then you got to be careful, because it might fall over. All right. And then you... What's the word? What's the pull word? it up. Okay. Pull it up. You got to put it over to the side a little bit more, yep. and then set it down, and you're good. So, you got to use your leg a little bit, right? Yeah, to I got to... kind of get that. Yep. So, and you have done it a few times. Yep, a few times. But sometimes, what happens when you come in and you're tired and you're lazy? I'll make you do it. Right. So, we <laughs> need to work on that part of it. So, you kids out there listening, learn how to put your bike on the stand. Don't use the triangle. You know, get a stand that fits you. Get the bike on the stand. Much better. The Yamaha YZ85 is much better on a stand than the KX85, right? Uh-huh. Man, it's a struggle. The the subframe on on the KX. It's no, the so frame. So KX85 has a, one down tube in the middle, which is hard to balance on a on a stand. Yeah. Well, now you got a double cradle frame on the front of the YZ85, which is much better to put on a stand yeah. and to wash bikes. Yep. Cuz on the cow you had to put a, like three rocks under <laughs> under the frame. <laughs> a little bit of ghetto in the pits over here. Oh yeah. So um, YZ85, again, fun bike to ride for my kid. Any parting words on your notes here? What do we have here? Uh, Bars, you said better. Cornering is easy, easy to ride. Chassis is better. Suspension is stiffer. Power valve, finally, he says. On his notes, it says power valve, finally. So you're looking for that. Yep. A lot, a lot of years go by. If you could power. choose to be a factory rider on any kind of brand of motorcycle, what would it be? Oh, that's a toughie, because I, I want to ride the KTM. Haven't got to ride the KTM 85 yet. Nope. Been looking forward to ride that. Can't wait to ride that soon. Podcast coming for that. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, but you like a Yamaha. You would Yeah. Let's say uh, team manager, Yamaha team manager. Aiden, 
We want you to be teammates with that. What's what's that one kid on E5 that you like? That Yamaha that rips. Uh, Matthew LeBlanc. LeBlanc. You and LeBlanc are going to be teammates for the year. You stoked? Yeah, I do it. Right. I do it. I like Star Racing. I like I like Will. You I like, like Will Hahn? Okay. I like Will Hahn. I like his brother. I have a jersey in my room. It's by Tommy Hahn. Yep. Yeah. You like Tommy? I like Tommy. So and you're a blue crowd. You like Travis? Yeah, I like Travis. Travis is pretty cool. I yeah. like him. So that's right. You're a blue crew kid now. Yeah. Right? So it's in. He's all in. So 2019 YZ85. Like I said, it's 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 tough to get an opinion from kids, but that's why I have him on here. I just want to get you guys a feel of what he thought. This is all what he thinks. I made him write notes before we started this podcast, just so we knew what was going on. I wish there was something that you didn't like that we could talk about, but you haven't really said anything about that. Trying to think what I didn't like is like a lot of things on the bike that I loved. I just loved the bike in general. I, like there's nothing I didn't need to change anything. Like I got on it, first lap came in, went to go switch on the 18. They're all like, "You gotta switch anything?" Nope, perfect, perfect. Nailed my nailed my setting. You like my bars? I love it. Did you even change the levers and stuff from when they did anything to you? Nope, levers were exactly where I wanted them. All right. Oh, thank you, Yamaha. All Thank right. you. Thank Ulrich. Thank Mike Ulrich. Oh, Travis yeah. Preston. Who? Stephen Tarkowski. Yeah. He was nice. I like Stephen. Stephen is a good kid. Stephen's very fast, dude. He was on the Vance and Hines Yamaha team. He was he was catching close to passing you. Stop it. <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, I wouldn't doubt it. Stephen's a good rider. And, you know, St uh, those guys over there at the Yamaha R&D department have good riders, good testers. So, yeah, I think uh, I think they did a great job on the, on the 19YZ85 because it was time to make a change in that thing it was dated honestly for me yeah of course i'd love to have two shrouds to make it look balanced and uh uniform on each side but like they said if it doesn't need it why put it on there isn't that yeah. what they told you they told me that if you can put one on it'll just it'll just be for looks right so, so the one radiator program is enough to cool yeah. that engine down yep so that's cool the one thing i don't like and i'm going to mention something since you didn't if the black frame is kind of, it gets blown out fairly soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, now you're going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't realize that at first. I wish they had a blue frame. The blue frame would look so sick with the plastics and everything. Really? A blue frame? A blue frame. So, the black looks good, but the paint wears off fairly quick. So, obviously, I think it's not the best paint for durability-wise. So, just make sure that you, you guys wash it, that you take care of the frame. Because under under the the frame where the where the carriage is, it do, it could rust at times. So just make sure you put the proper um, WD-40 or chemicals, or just dry it off completely, so you don't get any uh, rust on a steel frame. Hey, that's just the character of steel frames. That goes for KTM's, Husqvarna's, all the same thing. So um, I I think I don't know. But maybe they will go to aluminum frame someday on a YZ85. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I'd like to see that. That'd be a little bit stiffer. Yeah, with the blue. It, it you can't make aluminum blue. flame blue, dude. Just spray paint it. Oh, my go, gosh. Go straight ghetto. Dude, we're not <laughs> spray painting an aluminum frame. So any parting words you guys want? You want to talk to your, your kids out there that ride dirt bikes that you want to talk to them about? I always hashtag Aiden, keep kids on dirt bikes, right? Because... You know, how much did I ride when I was a kid your age? You rode a lot. You took your mom out to, uh, I think it was like a little um, dirt man, and you have this jump, and you're like, Mom, watch me hit this jump. 
you always tell me that, like, that story. And then it starts. I remember one time you told me the story. <laughs> Holy crap. What? So tell him. I don't know what you're talking about. You set, her, you set her on a dirt mound. Okay, so let's paint the picture first. My mom was in a wheelchair. She had multiple sclerosis, so I took care of my mom. You know, my dad worked, obviously. So I wanted to ride dirt bikes, but sometimes I wanted to get my mom outside. So anyway, go on with your story. And he, he sat her on the dirt hill, and he did starts. And she rolled down the hill. <laughs> so I put my mom, we had like a gravel, um, you know, hill, or like a, like a gravel mound that my dad was going to, you know, spread out for like a gravel driveway leading up to our concrete, right? So it was there for several years. My dad was too busy, never did it. So I, I wheeled my mom up on top of this gravel mound, and she would practice dead engine starts with me. So... I would be on my YZ85. I had a 1984, I'm sorry, YZ80, 1984 YZ80, and I would do these... Um these dead engine starts because I wanted to be an off-road guy back then. My dad rode off-road. I wanted to race Aaron Hound, so that's what I did. So these people would drive by on the street and see this lady in a wheelchair on top of this gravel mound, and they would stop, and they'd be like, oh, my God, are you okay? And my mom's like, yeah, no problem. I'm just helping my kid do starts. They're like, what? And they see this kid on this YZ80. They're like, they probably thought the family was crazy because they had this wheelchair lady up on top of a gravel mound. <laughs> but that way, she could get on top and she could see what was going on, right? Yeah. That's smart. My mom was hard on me. Unlike you, my mom was like a, a little mom. mini little mini mom, moto mom. Mini mom. Is mom is, how about mom? Let's talk about mom real quick before we get off here. Is mom hard on you? Who's harder on you at the track, me or mom? Mom. 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 What's mom like? Let's say I don't do a moto. Yeah. Correctly? Yeah. She'll yell at me and be like, you didn't do the moto correctly. You got to do another one. I was like, no. Uh, I think it's because uh, when we do motos, we say, hey, we're going to do motos together. Yeah. and We I want do you to try all the time. That's it. You can. Yeah. We don't need you to be first place all the time, but nope. we just want you to try your hardest and all the time. And have fun. That's right. Do you, is this something that you would want to do when you get older? Or is this something that you just like to have fun with? I'd like to do this when I get older. Really? Yeah, I would. You think being a test rider would be would be good for you? Mm, I don't know about testing. Like what would you want to do? Like ride like I'd like to get a ride and like ride supercross. Like I wouldn't care if I was a privateer or anything, as long as I would get my license. Yeah. Then yeah, I would I would do that. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, guys, keep your kids on dirt bikes. Keep active. Keep up with them. Um, have them listen to this podcast. It is fun. It's a big... I mean, Dirt Bikes in Our Families is huge, right? Yeah, very huge. Whole family. I do on my Instagram. I'll wake Aiden up on my Instagram. If you look at my stories, I'll wake Aiden up. He's sleeping. you got to stop with that. It's not fun for me. It's fun for me because there's water bottles and all kinds of crap on your floor. Not anymore. Uh-huh. So, but I'll wake him up. We'll go riding. My wife, Heather, she loves it. She gets a little bit nervous at times watching yeah. Aiden ride, especially when he races. She uh, bites her nails off. I have I have a video where um, Vaj sent me, yeah. and it was me off the start. The Vaj is our buddy, Matt. Yeah. That's what we call him. Go ahead. Shout out, Vaj. And uh, I remember off the start, and I could hear her scream going, Get out, Aiden! I could hear at the AME thing, and I took off. And then I'm watching the video, and like I come around like the Star Street, and I can hear her going, "Go, go, go!" Yeah, she gets she gets into she it. Get, yeah, she does get into it. 
But hey, dirt bikes always kept me out of trouble, especially uh, growing up here in the desert. And I was always focused on riding my dirt bike while my other friends were doing dumb crap. I tell Aiden, do not fall in that mm-hmm. trap. You know, dirt bikes helped me out a lot, kept me out of trouble. Don't hey. don't smoke, kids. Don't don't, don't do drugs, of course. Don't I don't drink. Don't do nothing. So. Um, so yeah, so anyway, thank you Yamaha for building the cool bike for kids. Thank you Yamaha. I appreciate it. Thank you for Aiden's going to do continue updates on this bike. Yep. Of course, we're going to do some little modifications to it and you can find that over at keyforinktesting.com, but we will do another podcast before we give it back. Yep. A living with the YZ85 2019 version. Can't wait for that. We might one. get a FMF pipe and silencer on this sucker. Maybe. Maybe, maybe have a little head work, get some suspension done by Race Tech. Yep. And we'll go maybe try to maybe go to Loretta's next year. Or Mammoth? I'd like to do Mammoth next year. Mammoth. I was watching a couple of videos from Mammoth and I was like, that looks fun. I want to yeah, do I've Mammoth. I've done Mammoth before. It's fun. It's a fun family event. But nonetheless, Yamaha's built a great engine package and suspension and chassis for 2019. And we will. Be doing an 85 shootout. Are you excited about that? Yeah, I can't wait to do that. I, I want to know who's going to be in it. Do you know who's going to be in it? Nope, but I'll have to find some kids that are worthy, that are nice kids. With, more importantly, with nice parents, because that's tough to find. I know a couple kids. Okay, so, uh, so for you parents out there, we will be doing an 85 shootout after the 450 and 250 shootout. So stay tuned for a 2019 85cc motocross shootout. All the bikes in there, but I do feel like the Yamaha has improved, will get better. I haven't done one of those since I was at Dirt Rider. I'm excited. I love helping kids. I love talking to the kids. I love kids that are into dirt bikes. So thank you, Yamaha, for uh, getting this sucker out to us, and we will continue to test it. If you have any questions about this YZ85, you can hit me up at Chris at keyforinktesting.com and of course you want to be like Aiden you want to be like Biggie Zoid and oh, wear Kiefer Ink shirts Daddy Scrub Daddy that's right one of Aiden's faves hit up Heather at keyforinktesting.com we have shirts sweaters we're getting some hats I didn't tell you that did I oh yeah oh no I did, you didn't tell me that yeah we're it's getting some, we're getting some snapback hats it's been a while since we've had so hats. you can uh, wear that on the front side and not try to wear it all flat billed okay yeah no flat bills please all right but you wear flat bill. Bend, but, bend the bill a little bit. I don't like bending the bill. It doesn't look good. Kids, don't don't listen to rap. Don't. Oh, you can listen to rap all you want, guys. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. <laughs> listen to country music. It's good. Country's all right. I like country. You like Angels and Airwaves? Come on. I like I like Blink. Angels and Airwaves. Blink. What about Dangerous Summer? Hmm. All right. I try to get Aiden on my music, but it's very difficult. His music is very difficult. This podcast is going in the right direction. As in right, blinker right, not in the correct way, you know? Uh, kind of. Anything else you want to talk about the 19YZ85 in here? Mm. You'll be riding that sucker tomorrow with me. I will be doing the yep. YZ250F intro tomorrow so you'll be riding the YZ85. If you hey, yeah. If you bring your kid to the track, you see Aiden, you want some Questions answered. Come over by the, you know, by the van. We'll, we're more than happy to talk to you about it. But yep. um, so far, so good on this YZ85. Much improved, according to Aiden. Uh-huh. From the 18th. Very improved. Very improved. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you for supporting my sponsors here. Of course, flyracing.com, rockymountainatvmc.com, 
Racetech.com, Blood Lubricants, Rutted Racing, ScreenPrintingDone.com, FMF Racing, and who? Fly Racing. Go get we yourself said some gear. Oh, dang it. Blood Lubricants. Who else? Rutted Racing. Rutted Racing. Get some shirts, hats. Hey, they sponsor Henry Miller. Ooh. You know who Henry Miller is, Aiden? No, I do not. Privateer Kid. Number 48 on the Yamaha. Rips. Uh, nope. So, support our sponsors. That's what you guys can do to help me out here. Thank you, Aiden Kiefer. No problem, for Dad. getting this stuff done, finally. No problem. It took a couple weeks, but... It did. Fortnite can get on the back burner. Now, after this podcast... What are you going to do? Not go on Fortnite, right? Yeah, I'm going to go on Fortnite. If you what? guys, If you guys want to hit me up, hit me up on my Instagram. Tell me. You got to be on PS4. You got to have a mic. Tell me. What are you guys using? Well, tell me your handle. What's your Instagram handle? My Instagram handle is AidenKiefer71. Go follow me. Hit me up. And you guys got to have a PS4 and a mic. Hit me up with your gamer tags and I'll add you. Hopefully, we'll play some Fortnite together. At the AME Mini Cross, the one that Tony Alessi oh, has. Oh, wow. There's a bunch of kids that do these dances. Yeah. So, there's one video where this kid dropped his bike. He did make it rain. And then I, it was the floss. I I, it's just weird to me. I see all these kids, and most of them know these dances from Fortnite. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I got a whole group. and like. So, hey, Yamaha, you want to do a marketing ad? Put Fortnite in your marketing ad with these uh-huh. YZ85, YZ65. You'll probably sell it. Yeah. G- gazillion dirt bikes. Make some Fortnite graphics. Ooh, Fortnite edition. The Fortnite Hey, welcome. Dish. It's Yamaha YZ85 Fortnite edition. Gosh, dang it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Have a nice day.